It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, I'm sure you noticed by now the Pepsi Center. It's now called something else. It's called Ball Arena. Yeah, we're talking about Ball, the aerospace technology company, as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer, as in our new partner here at DNVR. And by the way, Ball is hiring in Golden, Colorado. You can check out hashtag work at Ball online and to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant, text GOLDEN to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Energy, baby. Energy for Casual Friday. There it is. What, what do you got, Dev? Come on, Dev. Join in. I know you're going to do it. Come on. Something. Yes. Yes, you don't have this rhythm. Oh, there it is. We got it going, baby. What is up? We got it. We got it. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to Casual Friday edition of the NBR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sports. Yo, that music blasted me, man. Blasted me. So loud. Booming me. You're booming me, man. Uh, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code DNVR. So top-rated. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. And do so now. I'm telling everybody, I like money. I'm a pretty big fan of it. This weekend, there is so much money to be made on DraftKings Sportsbook because it's football season. They know everybody. They're like, hey, come on over, sample winning, see what that feels like. And then next week, we'll, we maybe we'll make it regular odds. But this week, great odds all in your favor. Dev, how many bets do you have or are you prepared to make this weekend for NFL? I'm exhausted just thinking about the type of bets that I'm going to make. I'm also really into like player props uh, for for NFL. I just think that it's it's like way more fun to just be able to count every single yard or every single catch or whatever the case may be. Like I'm I'm tuned in, but also like I'm into like a lot of fantasy leagues, so I love like the red zone. I'm yeah. excited. I'm I'm excited for Saturday for college football and then football like. Yeah. Football just takes over everything. It's amazing. College football. I never. I still never really like get into the all day college football thing. I, it's only two days in a weekend, and I can't. I gonna give one to football, man. I can't give two, but you know what? Maybe this year with kids. gambling, I'll get into I it. I've had kids, bro. That's all. I shouldn't have had kids. I regret it every day. I regret it. <laughs> decision. Kidding. Uh, so you guys already saw superstar Dev in the house. I feel like we haven't been on a show together for a while. It's been a long time. I, I thought that it was something personal for a while, but then you like you talk to me in the group chat, so I'm like, I, I think we're cool. I don't know. <laughs> well, you thought right. Um, somebody I'm not cool with, though, over here, Brendan Vote. I honestly don't know if we're cool or not. It's hard to tell <laughs> on or off air, but it's good to see you guys both. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I can, ooh, look at, is that a Jamaican flag coffee mug? It is, yeah. Uh, Dev, what do we think of this? I think it's cool. Like I seen cool runnings, and you have the the bobsled team <laughs> right there. That's right. So that I, is think, I think it's really cool. That is your bobsledding word association there. That's that cool. is good. I see um, pride. I see fear. Well, I see fear in Vote's eyes right now because he has to do ad reads, and uh, oh my god, you know how much he loves that. So scrambled. Um. So guys, uh. The Nuggets, you know, we continue to see people in town. We got Faku doing the the little the little drill, you know, with the, with, with the balls. We got Jokic. I feel like next week is going to be the uh, this the beginning of the assembly, so I'm pretty excited about it. The big news though today, you have the big news. There's only one item of news today, and then we're going to do a bunch of Nuggets what ifs, which should be fun. But the big uh, item of news, actually, a really cool story, heartwarming story. We see this on Twitter late last night. Bones Highland probably just got his first NBA check. Just came through the mail. What does he do? Straight to the bank. He's buying his mama house. He bought his mama house already. He hasn't even played his first basketball game as a professional. To me, this is the top story. The story of the month. I love it. Uh, this is the the stuff that once you start to get really close to sports, you kind of you, you almost get too far from the human aspect of it. We talk about these guys every day that you grow numb to the fact that these are dreams 
coming true. And, and Bones is a guy who probably expected this for himself for a long time. And yet the moment's still here. I bet it's surreal for him. And what a moment and, and what a thing to do for his mother. Yeah, when, you, when you're an athlete or just anybody, like you always want to give back to those people that have sacrificed for you and, and, and did everything. And for Bones, I think it's just a little bit more. Like the family aspect is just a little bit more. And for it to be your your big promise that you've always give, given, like gave to her, and then in the like the first time you get a check, that's what you like spend it on. Like that's what it's all about. So yeah, that has to be the biggest storyline of the whole offseason. That that's major. What do you think your first purchase would be with your check? Other than buying your mama house vote, what would you where, where would you go immediately? I, I was that I was, the that messed up part is I wasn't even gonna go there immediately. Um I was gonna go right to trying to get some of Will Barton's shirts. So thankfully my mom doesn't watch this show. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't know what level of money I'd have to make for me to go and buy like a two thousand dollar shirt. I just I don't know if I'll I I don't think I could be there. Me either, but I'll, I do plan on finding out. Do you remember when we looked it up? We, we found Will Barton's wardrobe like on somewhere, and it was like absurd. We were like, wow, it's a $5,000 outfit he's got on. He will, he'll I, wear it one time. I think I tweeted, I would I would pay any amount of money to own this shirt, and then someone showed me just how much money that would be. <laughs> Turns out I, would. I remember that one. <laughs> Dev, where are you going, man? You just get your first million-dollar check. Where are you headed? See, like, um, I'm modest and I'm like low key. <laughs> that, so what so I'm you. gonna do is I'm gonna rent out a club and I'm going hard. I'm gonna have the biggest party. Wow! In back back in my hometown before I like go off to you know play in it and like be a professional athlete or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'm gonna throw a huge party and I'm gonna go wild at the party and it's gonna be like awesome. Probably open bar or something cool like that. So I'm gonna be giving back to the community in a way. <laughs> in, a, in a way to say. <laughs> I also love that in Dev's fantasy, he rents out a different bar. Yeah, not <laughs> ours. Not goes to the bar of which he owns, but he goes to another one to rent it out. I was in a hypothetical situation, so I'm a different person. <laughs> okay, I would definitely go. be at the DMVR bar. That's it's probably pretty easy to rent out the whole bar and go. <laughs> actually, really this wild. is available to you, Dev. If you ever want to throw a party, we actually have the bar to do it. So you just let us know. You would be like the seventh employee to throw a party at the bar. It would not be a big <laughs> deal at all, actually. Yeah. Thanks, Kale. Thank you. Thank Even, you for ruining it all. He, even Kale is, is coming in to dunk uh, on you. I think it's great. Um, uh, one more note on Bones, by the way. Obviously, guys, like he was in that house fire in 2018. Really ooh, scary, right. life-changing incident. Right. So, I mean, obviously, it's probably even more poignant for him in that moment to be able to to do that for his mom. So, genu- not just doing the you know media suit guy on TV line. It's like really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So interesting. No, I don't. I, I don't usually go here, guys, because I don't really know anything about NBA 2K. Um, nor do I care, but we have this um, Jokic three-point rating, 87, Porter, 88. I don't. I really don't understand the rhyme or reason to these, but I don't really want to sit here and like complain or do this or that because I think it's like weird. Um, but but my question is, if I were to put – I put this out. We've talked about it on the show this week. If I were to put give Porter a three-point rating, it would be like a 94. Yeah. I mean, there's only – I really don't think there's that many players that would be that higher. And I think Jokic is a great three-point shooter in large part because he takes the right amount. But Porter can take any amount and make them. And when you look at these ratings and you look at like – they also have tendency meters for what these guys like to do when they play, like when the AI is using them. You quickly realize like there is no rhyme or reason to any of this. Like, there's a couple <laughs> guys just hitting random number generators. Even looking at uh, Ronnie 2K, like – he doesn't look like an athlete to me. He looks like he's never played before. So I don't know how he would be the voice of reason for everything for me. I would just be like, okay. Dev, you got to get out to, to summer league sometime, man, and do the pickup run. Cause when you, when you get out there and, and then you start playing with these guys that you're following and are doing like film breakdowns and this or that, and you're like, Oh, Okay, I'm interesting. Side now. I yeah, yeah. The athletes. <laughs> the athletes uh, vote would be towering over half of them, and you're just like, wow, this is crazy. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but Fakus out here. What is going on? Um, all right, today's show, guys. So 
we're going to have somebody doing the steps a little bit later on. We always love the steps Friday, bringing it back. But the majority of it is going to be what if. And today is a two-parter with what ifs. In this show, we're going to be looking ahead at this season. What if this thing happens? How will it affect the trajectory of the Nuggets? What would you think of it? But immediately after the show, George Carl is going to be coming into studio right here at DNVR. And we're going to be doing the Keeping It 1000 podcast, him and myself. It's not a Legends episode. The Legends, it'll be every other one will be a Legends episode. But this one, it's going to be what if Nuggets history. We're going to look back. What if Carmelo never left? What if they would have beaten the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals? What if David Thompson didn't derail his his career with, with cocaine? We're going to talk all of Nuggets history, what ifs, and it should be a lot of fun. But we're going to start by doing some what ifs today. Kale, why don't you bring up the first? We'll go in order here. Uh, we'll bring up the very first what if that I have laid out for us. Sometimes you give Kale a cue and like the thing is queued up. There it is. What if Bones Highland earns a spot in the rotation this season? We have kind of talked. Thank you, man. Eric's gone, so I'm going to make some graphics for us. That's why they look better. That's why they look so good. I hope Eric is watching as we speak and just fawning over all of the the work I put into this. No, so um, what if Bones, we've talked about him as this theoretical, probably not going to play, this or that, and if he does, it's spot minutes. This question is, what if Bones for real plays? What if Bones is like, nope, he's just one of your top nine guys? Deb, what, what, what does that mean if that happens? I think it means that uh, he's a little bit different from the the Nuggets players that we've seen, at, like, you know, thus far. And also, uh, the Nuggets players have been coming in with, like, injuries of their own. So, like, it's it'll be new to see a player just come in and be able to play off rip. Um, but it also means that he's picking up the – the playbook really fast he's also ahead of like where like where he's projected to be um which is like great for the future and look like just looking forward um you now have answers for like backup point guard or off you know off ball guard like you have answers uh moving forward but it also does mean that you have a really young team and uh, a new player that you have to implement next to Jokic and um, Michael Porter Jr. So that plays into that as well. So while I think there is a lot of positives, I do think that there's negatives also. And it also does it still doesn't answer your question of like, how do the Nuggets become a better defensive team? Um, so I guess you're just all in on offense and, and that's okay. Man, did, did you have a rough week, Dev? No, I had a really, really good week. It was a short week. <laughs> Monday <laughs> off, like football came back. Very, very good week. Your dog didn't die or something? Because I asked this exciting, what if Bones breaks into the rotation? And you're like, well, it would be bad for the defense. And like, Dude, I thought this was like I teed up a home run and he just bunted. See, the thing is, uh, you just said a lot of things. Like, I don't play baseball, so that makes it really, really tough to hit home runs, like, first of all. Second off, you went to me first, knowing that I wasn't going to just be, like go into that. So, like, you got to right. like, read it's my room. fault. It's my fault. It is my fault. It was a setup. Be a host. Good guy. And I don't like dogs. So, no, no my dog. So it's like my dog died. Yes. No more dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was expensive. Good God. <laughs> vote. If Bones Highland breaks into the rotation, what does it mean? What well, if? I was going to go negative two. So now there's. Jeez. What is uh, well, wait. It, it, means, it means that either Faku or Austin Rivers is out of the rotation. I don't know if the latter's in to begin with, but. Um, yeah. You know, I do think it means something's changed in that guard. Like there are, especially when Murray comes back, there are guards that the team feels like they can rely on. So it will go positive. It means Bones has looked so good in that opening window that Wind talked about this week, you know, prior to the, the G League season kicking off. And then so good playing for uh, playing down in the G League that even Malone has to say, why not? Why not give this guy a chance? Uh, he's looked good every step of the way. So it means that that summer league hype was not uh, erroneous. Yeah. And of course that's what I mean. Not like, yeah, he's playing because of injury or this or that, like he breaks into it because he's just too good. And as it, and to me it would be incredible because one, well, number one, we know Michael Malone is slow to play rookies to begin with. So that means that he went above and beyond. He's been so impressive that even Michael Malone's like, we got to have this guy out there. But what it really means is that the Nuggets are going to be 10 times more fun than we expected. We already yesterday talked about who's the funnest players on the team. Bones, maybe the third most fun player on the roster. 
and if he's broken into the rotation and he's playing, I just think this season is going to be absolutely incredible, and the Nuggets' future gets that much brighter. I really believe that. If Bones Highland plays this year, that means next year he's for sure playing, and that means you can be a little more flexible with your roster in other spots. Yes. Denver has to start finding players that are at least role players on rookie and vet minimums. If you get a rookie for not just this year, but three more years that can play right out the gate, that means you have one guy in your rotation already costing peanuts. And that would be absolutely incredible. So that's among, like if you told me if we had a, a draft of things that could happen this year, bones being good enough to break into the rotation might be my first pick. Right. It also means right. That you start looking in a good way in terms of flexibility, you start looking at guys like Monte and Barton as right. maybe less essential and maybe guys that can be used to upgrade if you feel that's necessary we also i mean look there's porter but as far as the guard stuff goes outside of murray in the bubble we haven't really seen what it looks like when just a true knockdown do not leave him open he doesn't care if he's open guard right guard uh playing alongside Jokic. how does that open things up i think everyone would be excited about the idea that bones looks so good that a player of that echelon cut from that cloth is a part of a mix. You start getting – it's it's like loading another MPJ or, you know, bull. We were wrong about that. But another one of these guys into the pipeline where you're like, there's the top layer of why the Nuggets are awesome. And then there's something to be excited about going forward. Hey, Bull, you mentioned Bull. He's in town though. So I was surprised to see that. It's very early. Um, so that's an I'm early at the top. I talked about guys assembling Bull Bull in town early, getting that work in. Yeah, that, that would be like fun, just the idea of Bones like being able to play just because you have a young and entertaining guard that everyone already rallies behind who's really confident on the court and already this great offensive player with the idea that Jamal Murray is going to come back. So you're already exciting, and then you get your guy back, and then you have a, a backup guy that you're going to just be able to ride for the next few years. And then think about what his confidence is going to be. It's already high, but I already got a taste of what the NBA is. Mm. Then I bring back Jamal Murray, who, you know, they seem to already have a really good relationship. Um, and that's that's now the backup, and he's going to be in, be able to be into these other, like, situations. That makes it that makes it, like, uber fun. Yeah. I love the idea of it, man. I you Somebody owes you vote just said, you know, what's the last bucket? I mean, we got Murray, but from the guard spot, who has Jokic played with that's just an absolute bucket? And it kind of has me like the guard spot, pure bucket ratings. Murray's been number one of the Jokic era. Who's number two? Bar- Barton. Barton's number two. Who's number three? From the guard spot. I mean, you're talking Gary Harris, DJ Augustine, <laughs> like Jameer Nelson, I wouldn't have called a bucket. I mean, he's a good point guard. Monte Morse, a really good point guard. He's not a bucket. And Gary Harris was a great catch and shoot guy from the corners. But right. again, we're talking just all over the court. Don't lose this guy. Stretch the floor even further. I don't even even Murray. I mean, he he obviously becomes something else when he reaches his peaks in the playoffs, but you don't really think of him that way. I do think this would be the first of a kind for Jokic, and, and that would be, I think, the source of the excitement if Bones is really popping off. I hope he's popping off. I hope him and, and Jokic are already best friends. They're already doing camping trips together. Well, and- two very similar personalities. <laughs> Touche. Uh, why don't we hit our first break on the other side, though? We got a lot more what-ifs to hit. Which one should I tease? So I'll, I'll just tease this. Some positive, some not so positive. I guess that's a bad right, guys. Before we get into these reads, I want to tease what's coming up this weekend. If you're a member and you're into football, uh, what are you doing if you're not hanging out at the DNVR bar? First and foremost, we got the DNVR bus party bus that's rolling out. Of the this DNVR is going to be bus. awesome, by the way. This is going to be really dope. I'm going to be on there. I'm going to be having a good time. Let's party together. Let's make some content together. Fan by the way, question mark. if you're going to the game, so if you're going to the CU game, you're listening to this or you're watching the show, come to the bar. Get the bus. Why? Because if this thing pops off, guess what we're doing during Nugget season? Party busting it up Party to weekend buses. game. So let's make this the thing, man. Party bus. Party buses. Yeah. So check out the DNVR <laughs> Buffs Twitter account. That Eventbrite post is pinned. You can also go to the DNVR.com and go to uh, our event calendar. You'll find it there. But yeah, there are open Saturday. It opens 10 a.m. on Sundays now as well. That's what we're doing in football season. No better place to come hang out, watch the games all day, enjoy some breck beers. Come hang with us. We'll see you this weekend at the DNVR bar on Colfax. You know what else you can do this weekend? If you're into it, 
you can smoke some pot thanks to Solace Meds. Four convenient <laughs> Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one in Broadway, and one just blocks away from East Colfax, uh, from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Here's what's going on in September. Con America gummies, 25% off. Strains tinctures, 20% off. Rockin' cartridges, 25% off. Glacier, glacier concentrates, 20% off. Yeah, it's going down. Patriots Day tomorrow, there's a deal as well. Buy three, get the fourth for 10 cents. And remember, if you go to any location, you get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the code DNVR20. That's any location of Solace Meds. You head in, you say DNVR20. They'll give you that King Cone or that bar. They're also going to give you 20% off your order. And you can stack this on top of those monthly deals. There's no better way to get hooked up at this point if you're a DNVR member. Head over to Solace Meds if that's what you're into. For the more wholesome desires, for those of you looking to... uh, see a dentist sometimes a lot of time can pass before you see it for me way too much time so if if you are relating to that check out green mountain dental group we've had several listeners switch over there over the years made them their permanent family dentist why because they're not just local they're extreme colorado sports fans just like you just like me just like all of us here at dnvr remember when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam you get a free sonicare toothbrush tweet at us when you go there send me a picture of that toothbrush i don't know why but just send it just Kale is sick of your ad read man he yeah, just Kale he's like you know what music. yeah like, let's just am I, am I getting played off here I'm Can, yeah it's <laughs> like the academy awards like bro wrap this up <laughs> that's it i'm done i did it. all right there we go back here at dmvr nuggets podcast i got dev i got vote uh yeah you're one down one more to go here vote um oh, uh, all right let's bring up the next what if for the 2020 season oh this one's a bummer what if murray can't come back into the playoffs what if he can't come back this is of course jamal murray um so we keep saying like oh maybe late february early march maybe we get lucky it's january we cross our fingers there's always a chance that maybe it's actually the other direction and and we're talking about you know this is more of an april thing like april 13th and it's like hey he just can't make it until the first game of the playoffs what would that do to the nuggets dev it it just makes him have to play a certain way throughout the whole year and then when he comes back he has to make those adjustments but also I mean, I don't think that that would actually be a bad thing because hopefully the Nuggets are in a situation where they can have them keep resting. That means that they did not have to push him back or rush him back at any point um, whatsoever. So when he comes back, he's fully healthy and he's ready to go. Um, So the idea is hopefully he does not have to come back until he's fully ready. So if they have to fight for a playoff spot or if they're um, trying to put themselves in those type of situations, we don't want to you know, have to put him there. So Jamal Murray has to wait until the playoffs. That means he's fully healthy. Fine. That's good. I, that's a great thing for me. I, I can't figure Dev out. I give him a, a positive one. He goes negative. I give him a negative one. He goes positive. I, this man is a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Enigmatic. Enigmatic at the least. Vote, what do you think? So, if, sorry, I was uh, sending our tweet out. If Jamal is out until the playoffs, well, I think, all right, let's go pop first. It means Monte Morris has looked so good that this regular season team has looked the way some of us think they will four seed, three seed. I'm not and, even saying, I'm not saying that they hold him out for a luxury. I'm saying like uh, setback or just oh, like, setback. hey, man, I, well, I'm just saying he's not available until the playoffs begin, then then he's well, available. Yeah, I think, first of all, then you're starting Monte Morris in round one. I don't think right. you bring Jamal back and start him right away. And then I think, you know, we talked about best case, worst case scenarios, when did I recently? Then that first, that first round out comes into play. Um, I wouldn't expect it. I think multiple injuries would have to happen for Jokic to lose a first round series. But what I wouldn't do is what I think some folk are leaning towards, which is are the Nuggets an underrated title pick? Uh, considering that everyone's writing them off because of Murray, but those five could be back on the floor in the playoffs. If you have to wait until round one to see Jamal, I wouldn't advise anyone to place even a long shot bet on the team. Can I just say one thing before you go, Adam? Okay. All right. Just to make make sure I cover my grounds. (laughs) It would be horrible if he had to wait into the playoffs, just because if you look at what we have already seen from Jamal Murray, he's already like jumping up and, you know, pretty much dunking the ball. So if he's having to wait all the way until then, that means a lot of things have have went bad because we already know that Jamal's a he's a workhorse. He's a player that like he's he's a 
a strong man that just wants to be like um, around basketball. He wants to be involved in every way. He's going to make sure that he's back before anyone says he could come back. So if he's at the point where he can't play into the playoffs, something went in, in, like incredibly wrong. I mean, I it's play. always with rehab, though, it's always a, a, a thing. Definitely. I think this comment's really, really interesting. If you go through a full regular season of MPJ, getting that much better as a second option, he looks a little more comfortable in the postseason. Does Jamal ever come back to a team where, you know, it looked the way it did when when he left, which was it was his and Jokic's team decidedly. Now, I think because of the dynamic of him being a point guard, that chemistry, that two-man game he has with Jokic, he'll never be, I think, purely or squarely a third option or, or, or really erased from this offense. But it is the case that he might be coming back to a different dynamic. Um, that And part of that dynamic is, hey, find Michael Porter Jr. right now because that guy can't miss. Well, that I'm going to skip ahead here, Kale, and bring up this last one because it, what you're talking about, ah. it kind of plays into this. What if MPJ surpasses Murray, at least in regular season basketball like we we will have to see michael porter do this in the playoffs but what if we go through this season and it's like hey michael porter's better than murray i mean he's just he just is he's shown it in a, in a regular season this one's a little bit abstract because what would that look like what does it mean but i'm just saying if it's definitive you know michael porter looks like oh my god he might be a top 15 player in the nba right now he's that good of a player if that happens you know what are we looking at if that happens before the end of this regular season dev I mean, it doesn't really shock me. Like he, he's six ten with a seven foot wingspan, can shoot it from anywhere on the court. Um, athletic, like it, it should be that way. Um, and it also is hard to just basically gauge what it what that means because um, Murray came into the league as a scorer, off the ball, like off off guard. Now he's a point guard that is like learned everything. He's He's improved in every single way. So it makes it uh, tough um, just to look at. But also, I think that it's easier to build around a player like, you know, like Michael Porter Jr. Um, to become that type of player. So now Jamal Murray fits more into his role as being a point guard or a true point guard that could get Jokic going and Michael Porter Jr. at the same time. So I think that that's actually what should happen or what would be the best case scenario. Sounds like such a hot take to me, though, man. Like, And only because of how great Murray has been at his best. His problem, Murray's problem is consistency. But at his peak, he dropped two consecutive or two 50-point games in one series, like four 40-point games in a series. At his best, he's incredible. And that's why it just, to me, it feels like, I just feel like we always underrate Jamal Murray, myself included sometimes. Sure. But if this happens, you know what gets pushed back even further, maybe never happens, is that Jamal Murray all-star timeline? I mean, we still have to see him be this big-time regular season guy. That said, this is why I don't know how much things change, because Murray actually hasn't been an all-star caliber guard in the regular season before. Um, and in the, and and obviously we've already seen Porter light it up in that environment. Now, when you get to the playoffs in the fourth quarter, it is still going to be the case that one of these guys is a point guard and one half of the most, arguably the most dynamic two-way threat or two, two-man game in the league. So I don't know how much you're changing you know, what you do so much as maybe quarters one through three, there's a more concerted effort to get one guy involved, but it's not like 2k where you're just simming a season and you're picking your option scoring options one through three. Like these guys will, it'll be a more malleable thing than that. What, what it really means is good luck guarding the Denver Nuggets. Right. Kale, you had a, you had a comment. I want to, I want to hear it. Sorry, Kale. Hop back in here. I was monologuing. I just, don't necessarily know why this is an issue like if michael porter jr takes that next step and and murray is that guy we know murray and Jokic's chemistry is going to be able to do that i think this just adds another dynamic layer where maybe if that two-man game's not going they can go to michael porter jr and if murray is the same guy that can drop 43 times in a series you have Jokic and michael porter jr is an all-star we're talking about a title contender and we don't really care about fit Yes and no. So here's the thing about it. How many teams have successfully had three scores? 
And Jokic is a scorer now. I mean, he averaged 25 a game last year. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. Murray's a scorer. MPJ's a scorer. It just hasn't happened that many times throughout the history of the game. I even look at, you know, obviously the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder is the biggest <laughs> example of this. James Harden had to look like basically a glorified Will Barton on that team where he was awesome as a one-on-one scorer off the bench. But when he played with everyone else, it was like, okay, he had to sacrifice. I just don't know. The one team that pulled this off successfully is the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant. And because they had Draymond Green, who was an incredible point center, and this is why maybe it works for Yoke, where it's like those two guys are just constantly feasting and Jokic averages 18 a game, but it doesn't matter because he's just killing everyone with assists. It, it also worked because for Golden State, one of those scorers was an off-ball dynamo. And I this is why I have always been high on Porter's fit in Denver. He can be a scorer in Denver without being a high usage, I have the ball in my hands all the time guy. He really can. And I think he knows that. I mean, if you like, it, it, it doesn't have to be strictly catch and shoot, but this guy can score 20 a game without putting his fingerprints all over the half court offense itself. He's a finisher, he's a jump shooter. So you want to find more ways to get him involved. You want him to be more versatile than that. But if, it, if in moments for quarters, for stretches, if he's reduced to that, he can still have a big time impact on a game. But those things all come with um, sacrifices and, and, that's that's where it becomes like a gray area for the Nuggets because what does that mean um, for those type of players? Even going back to that Golden State, like Kevin Durant just finally spoke on it. He said that yep. was the first time in his career that he knew what his role was. Like that was his first time. He knew that every night he could go and score the basketball. That was his role because everybody else made the sacrifice around him. He didn't understand that that's where that came from. I'm not sure what that sacrifice looks like for the Nuggets. Um, Jokic would be the one that has to make the sacrifice, but he's the best player out of that whole bunch. So now yep. you're not you're not going to be at your at your strongest or at your best. Um, so I think that it it couldn't happen. The Warriors the Warriors made it work even before KD. They made it work with Clay and Steph, and there was a hierarchy there. Steph was better than Clay, and everybody kind of knew it. But Steph also just as unselfish as a Jokic is in that, like, if Clay got going, he just celebrated it and, and was excited. For the Nuggets, I think that is the needle they have to thread, and I think it's harder than most people realize because if this scenario is true, if Michael Porter is – De- definitively better than Jamal Murray by the end of this season and you're, than he ever was, and he's that type of player, Denver will have a bit of an identity crisis or can. What, maybe they have a system that they've built with Porter that you just plug Murray in and he fits into this new style or it's a nice blend. But more than likely, it is going to be some balance of, okay, how much do we go back to what we used to do versus how much do we stick with what we've figured out here? And that – that's threading a needle because you go too far in one direction or the other and somebody feels like, hey, we're not doing this right. And it's Jamal for me that, not because of him, but just because of what this puts on him. You talk about Jokic sacrificing. Jokic will never view that as a sacrifice. Now we can debate whether you want the ball in his hands as a scorer more or not, but from a a comfort in the system standpoint, Jokic could care less. Uh, And so I think it's good. A lot of it might come down to Murray saying, hey, I'm less likely to be viewed as a guy that I'm probably deserving to be viewed as if I'm deferring, if I'm trying to figure out ways to incorporate this other score into the offense. I think it went well last year. But again, that's why this question is interesting is because it's this this lengthy absence and what occurs without him. So as we're sitting here, Marcus Hall has just been traded to the to the Memphis Grizzlies. Woj just dropped the the Woj bomb. Uh, a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> I mean, it's cool for him. Like he gets to go, Union, right? Yeah, yeah, and like get retired there. I'm sure. Um, but I would have loved to. I I, I would have loved to have seen Marcus Hall be added to the Nuggets roster somehow and 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 played one more year. I just thought that would have been he would have been very good here, uh, even in a very limited role. So, congrats to Marcus Hall and the Grizz. Um, But yes, getting back to this, I just think that this is a thing. This is also one reason that extending Porter now, if you really believe that he can be that guy or that he can at least be good enough to be that guy, even if he's not your guy, you could trade him on a max or whatever. This is a reason to get that out of the way because if you get into a season this year where he's not touching the ball that much and he's not – or he does have to be the third guy even though he feels like he's good enough to be the second or first guy, if you get to that situation – Maybe he does feel slighted, but if you give him a max now, it's like, hey, man, we don't know what the balance of power is going to be on this team. It's going to be different every night, and we hope you're good with that. But just so you know, 
it doesn't matter. We're paying. We think you're a max guy anyway, and you get that out of the way. So that's why I think it is important for for the Nuggets to kind of get this done. Um, all righty. So what's the next one, Kale? We got another one of these what ifs. What if the Nuggets aren't on TV again this year? Oh my God! Oh, wow. What a what a downer. What if they're not on television? First of all. I kind of feel like they're not going to be. Wouldn't we have heard some updates, some positive momentum? Uh, people at Altitude would be quick to tell us they are on TV. They're on Direct TV, but they're not on Comcast. So in my book, they're not on TV. Um, I'll start with you this time, Vote. What if? We've done this for two years. What if we go a third year? The Cronkies need to sell the team. Figure this out. Arsh. Yeah. Figure this out. Get your Get your finals contender on television. You might lose a penny in the meantime, I, but I think there's plenty. I think there's plenty in the uh, in the old safe. At so. the very least, I would look at the top of of altitude and say, like, who is the ones making the business decisions over here? Like, at the very least, I want if they're not on TV for a third year. There, at some point, you're like, this isn't like stalemate, hard-nosed negotiator. The guy you have negotiating is an idiot. Get him out of here. And so I look one year. Set quietly last year, started to get a little disgruntled. Year three, I'm sorry, man. Like, there's nobody on your side if the Nuggets are no longer on television in everybody's household this year. There's just, there's no more. You have zero allies left if you get into this season. What do you think, Deb? I think that is just not right for the Nuggets' first MVP ever to not be able to be on TV um, with all we of We missed those. Jokic's MVP season. Well, we didn't, but I'm saying the city of Denver, think about that. Their first ever MVP, not on television for 70%. And, of and it's just not right, and it's robbing them of that opportunity to see how good he truly is and how good of a team um, this truly is, especially when you think about how long it's been since they've been in these situations where meaningful basketball has been played. Um Selfishly, I you know I enjoy it because that means that more fans are coming to the DMVR bar and we're able to meet them. But also, like for those people that can't, it's not fair for them to only be able to see them in nationally nationally televised uh, televised games. It's just not it's not right. Um, so, like Vote said, sell the team if that's the case, where someone else can figure it out, or you know, like bite the bullet. Like you have to do something to make sure that right. everyone is happy. It's not all about you. You're a billionaire. You're going to be happy regardless. Like find a short-term solution. Yeah. We recognize we recognize the other party's greed in this and that this dynamic actually extends beyond Denver and we're going to start to see more situations like this, but you're also going to see other owners and other teams preparing for that, having contingency plans, and I'd be surprised if you see another professional organization let this happen for 3 years. So and the like the thing about management at the top of this, your executive team, like you're two years into this thing. And like if, if there's not better ideas being placed and at your feet at this moment, what are you doing with right. these people? Like they clearly right. aren't the guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not on television yet. We're two years into this. You're not that guy. Get out of here. Let's find right. somebody <laughs> that can find a solution. Um, so to me, this is a thing that we've largely not talked about too much. But at this point, it's like, hey, we go into year three, man. You're you're gonna have some you're gonna have some very angry angry people. They already do. We'll have even more. Um, All right, Kale. What else we got? We got to fire through the last couple of ones of these. What if the Nuggets miss the playoffs this year? Downer one. It's always on the table, though. You never know. So this is not like somebody got hurt or this or that outside of the norm. But just what if you know the Nuggets struggle and it doesn't go well? Not many people are going to be able to see it because it's not on TV. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Um, that I mean that that that's a bummer. You're going back to like you, you did all this building for you to be moving the other way, um, but also with how the league is looking and play like teams finally getting back to full strength and them getting back to it. Um, it just shows how competitive this league is and how every single win. Um, matters but it also you could take a look back um, from the other side and say the last couple of years for the Nuggets has been really strong they have made it a case they have done it even without you know Jamal Murray for you know a good stretch where they could have missed the playoffs um, so it just goes to show how important like everything matters and, and how, how how much you have to, to do to win and to make the playoffs the Lakers just did it can I go can I yeah. go it's not happening 
sans injury, it's all not right. Happening. Okay, all right. But what if? I'm just saying, what if? Like, if you have a really disappointing season, what does it mean for the Nuggets if this year? I mean, you don't have Murray. Is there an excuse here? Or if they miss the playoffs? And when I say miss the playoffs, let's let's change it. What if they they have to play in to get into the playoffs? So they're a seven eight seed or lower. Uh, I think you have to – I don't think you go away from this big three, especially in a season where part of this can go – you can go, all right, well, Jamal was right. injured. Right. But I do think then you look differently at Will Barton, Aaron Gordon, and, mm. and others. I do. Yeah. You probably have to reshuffle the deck because <laughs> this group's been too close to the top for just this one setback to knock them that close to the bottom. That said – it ain't happening. It's probably not happening. But just so I, the reason I asked this question is because it's sort of a what are the stakes? And I would say the stakes are like, I don't know if Malone would survive this season, even with the Murray being out for all the year. If the Nuggets were a seven, eight oh, seed, I, point. Yeah. I think the Nuggets say, OK, we got to make some kind of change. And you're right. Maybe it's around the perimeter. Maybe it's a Barton or an AG or somebody like that. But you take a major step back like that as you are in Jokic's prime and we're officially now in Jokic's prime you take a step back like that and I just think yeah that's on the table so to me it's a doomsday scenario if it happens the Nuggets are ex- more different next year than they've been between any other year besides 2015 to 16. If that happens I will retweet Mark Kisla's article in agreement which oh, oh unpalatable yeah. Unpalatable. All right, let's take a dra- uh, break. On the other side, I see we have Big Dole in the chat. Is he, is he climbing our steps? We should have two. Uh, Sweet Baby Ray should be in here as well, but we'll rock with Big Dole at the very least. We're going to have two people climbing the steps? We've got a system. We've got a system. We're going to, it's a tag team, but <laughs> if you, it, hang on, you can't help each other. And if you tag in, you have to answer at least the next question. So I like cannot, it. Wow. So you, you made a little, alternate. all right, we just changed the rules. I like it. Yeah, whatever. It's whatever. My, it's our show. Uh, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, just around the corner. The excitement continues at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the National Football League season. You could probably guess it by now. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend, and you receive $200 in free bets instantly. Even if you lose that bet, that's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they place a bet of at least $1 on any football game. If you're wondering, if you're not sure, if you don't believe us, DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Listen, it's time to make beef business your business because we're in business with the best in beef business. I'm talking about Hassle Cattle Company, that blue-collar beef that damn good beef, and you can get it now at the DNVR bar. When you order one of our burgers, you're getting that delicious Wagyu. By the way, Hassel Cattle Company is also giving away a $200 gift card and cooler to one lucky winner. Easy to enter. Just head to the DNVR Sports Twitter page and uh, find that link. It's free. You can win money. It's a fantastic cooler. And you get notified about the rest of their deals. Speaking of those deals, Hassel is hooking you up with 10% off your entire purchase. Just use code DNVR10 at checkout. Now, some of you are thinking, gee, thanks, Brendan. I already used that code. Here's the best part. You can use it again. You can use it every time. Remember, head to Hassel Counter Company and use code DNVR10 at checkout. And finally, my friends at Strava Craft Coffee and me, myself personally, we're once again asking you to try this delicious CBD-infused coffee. Also now comes in decaf. If you're trying to try it in that iced coffee form, one more excuse to come to the DNVR bar in Colfax. We've got it on tap. You can get 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR25. You can also use that subscription service. They'll deliver it right to your door every two, four, six, eight weeks. That's up to you how often it comes. But if you use that promo code when you sign up, you're going to get 20% off that delivery every single time. Strava Craft Coffee, CBD infused coffee. It'll leave you honking like a goose. Well done. Well done. All right, let's go ahead and bring on Big Dole. Big Dole, welcome into the show. Big Dole, what's happening? Not much, not much. You you have some commentary I saw on, on some of our what ifs. Was there any of those that were really like, 
you're, you're, I saw you're a little frustrated. I saw the facial expressions, man. What, what did you want to chime in with? I, you know what? I think that uh, Michael Porter Jr. I think um, Jokic would love to just take 30 minutes a game and just average 20, 10, and 10, and have just have Porter do the rest right. and just let him have the spotlight. Keeps him right out of the spotlight. Keeps him low key. Teams already know about him, but I mean, it's taking a lot of pressure off him, and it's uh, essentially putting it on Porter. You get Murray back right in time, and you get Murray. Hopefully, this is my big picture how I see this all happening. I think Murray's going to average about 24 in the playoffs. Okay. Hopefully, and then I'm thinking Porter's going to average about 22, and then you got Yoke just coming in whenever you need him, averaging about oh I don't know like probably like 23, 24, and you get those three guys on a consistent basis, each having their own night. You know, I mean, obviously they won't average that exactly every night. I mean, I'm hoping. You know, Murray one night, he'll get 25. And then, oh, now the game plan is in playoffs where we got to stop Murray. Well, now we're just going to go to our second option, Porter, and we're going to keep it, keep killing him with Porter and keep causing that uh, variability for teams to essentially have no idea what's going to hit them and how to stop all three of them essentially at the same time. You know, you're just coming out of the huddle out of every timeout, and teams are not going to know what's going to happen. So that's that's how I see it. And, I, man, I, I know you guys are starting the PHNX – and those guys are going to have one heck of a time when the Nuggets get revenge on them this year in the playoffs. Oh nice. my God! Are you nice. kidding? Like there would be nothing more fun. Are you like that's honestly could be the top of the whole year. It's just a nice, nice little like, hey guys, how's it going down there? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, during we need to have like like uh, um, D line. He needs to be the Nuggets and four guy. <laughs> D line so, will fight. be so obnoxious. He's he's going to be the face of it. So I was in, you guys can make a t-shirt there. I was in Phoenix this week and during our big like announcement meeting where the whole staff was there, we were like talking about the similarities and differences between PHNX and DNVR and them coming to Denver and all that type of stuff. And Espo says, we'll bring the brooms. And I would love to get back at him for that. So please, oh, man. Nuggets, oh, man. please. Oh, so annoying. So I annoying. can't believe I want to fist fight Espo. That's a d- disappointing development. But. That's right. what, one other thing, too. I, I, as you guys talked about the, the bus, I'm actually coming to my first Nuggets game in Denver over Christmas. Please, oh, yeah. please get the bus rolling. I would love All to. All right, dude. Hey. All right. I'll, I'll rent the bus out by myself. I'll just <laughs> bus by myself. I'll pay everyone's $20. I'll just go to the game myself. Have someone come pick me up at the end, come back to the bar. Oof. In all seriousness, we probably will have one at that time because that's a great, you know, people will be on vacation. So the bus, we could probably pack it. So that, that, that'll that be a great time. Kale, I just sent you. Did you see the music? You just nod your head if you got it. Okay, so he's loading it up. Um, vote, you're going to take over here. We've got uh, the steps here. You've come up with some questions. How would you rate the questions on a scale of 1 to 10? Are these – you feel like hard. this is an easy step? This is a hard No, one. they're hard. They're hard. <laughs> they're hard. And you guys know me. Probably some repeats. Also, there's going to be no rhyme or reason to which question comes where. Um, so I apologize in advance. Big Dole, let's do this thing. All right, here we go. Step number one. Step number one. All right, we'll start easy with you with a question we've almost certainly used before, but I can't remember anything. Who's the head coach of the Nuggets' new G League team, and what is his nickname? Jason Terry. And the nickname? You need it. Oh man, this is a hard first question. <laughs> you don't. You don't need the nickname. You don't need <laughs> what the do nickname. you mean you're gonna back out? You gave him one question. I, I gave him a two part on the first oh, question. Oh, oh my god. I'll um, give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. No, just go to two. We, we're, it's too early to kick him off. I, we're forty seven minutes. You, in. I'll, I'll tell you. He shares a middle name with myself. It's Eugene. <laughs> That doesn't help. It does because his nickname is just his initials. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, JT, yeah. Guys, we can't do it. I'm sorry, we can't do it. He asked a question. He got it wrong. I, I even helped him out. Kale, you gotta, you gotta he's stop the music. He's JT. <laughs> I tried to tell him, Eugene. You give the E in there. Guys, no, why did I make it a two-parter? It why did you make it the hardest question ever right off the bat? What is wrong with me? Brennan, what were you thinking? I just, just want to know what that thought process was. I thought it was too That's easy. a known nickname, though, so don't feel too bad. Uh, don't feel too bad. That's a known nickname. And, and don't it know. It is true. It is true. 
Cue that uh, outro music, Kale. We're done. Wait, we got no. Rayvon's back. Ray, Ray's here. Ray's here. So wait, he's gonna do the steps again? I don't know. Just bring him on, dude. We've got twelve minutes. I wrote some questions. <laughs> I want to use them. Hey, it's okay. Friday. I, I was fine to get out of here. <laughs> uh, whatever works. All right, <laughs> Big Dole. I owe you a sticker pack. <laughs> um, Ray, wow, let's give, well, let's give you what's up, guys. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. We can hear that's you. good. Well, why do you? That's took a while. The questions. <laughs> so we lost. Okay, all right, Ray. Okay. Are you ready to pick up where he left off? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> all right. Wait, hold on. Can he has to. I, he has to. He has to earn this one. Okay. Were you Were you watching the show just now, or did you cut out? No, no, I wasn't. The last like 10, 15 minutes, I was. I was figuring out my audio. Give him, give him okay. the same question. Who is the head coach of the Nuggets new G League team and what is his nickname? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, no, we can't do this. <laughs> Not another one. I don't want to embarrass myself on national internet. Oh, wow. Okay. So, it's so much easier. Is it um, Jason Terry? Right? Okay. Yeah. What's right. his nickname? But his nickname. <laughs> it is not a plane. <laughs> yeah. He's not a plane. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, I'm not. I have rules. There are rules. Am I the only one here that cares about the rules? Hold on. He didn't. He didn't he say. Didn't guess. He, he hasn't guessed yet. He Wait, he's got to let him answer first. Let him answer. So it's not a plane, which means it's in the air, which means it does things. He doesn't seem bird-like. Uh, he's not Birdman. Bird-like. He doesn't seem bird-like. I love it. Okay, it's mean? officially funnier it a, that you guys haven't figured it out yet. It is. <laughs> All right, you is got 10 seconds. All right, he guesses no, Jason the Rock Terran. It's Jet. Jet. J-E-T. Jason, Eugene, Terry. Cue up that outro music, Kale. We're getting out of here. Zero. Mark and zero. Mark and zero. Over the line. Sorry. Guys, I feel uh, I feel bad sending you into the weekend, but oh, it was him. Kale, that music, music's bumping. There you there it is. There we go. I'm sorry I had to do this, guys. I hope everybody has a great weekend. It was a short week. It was a short Friday show. Dev, you're on my side, right? I'm definitely on your side, but is a jet a plane? It's not a plane, right? <laughs> He's out of here too. Is there going to be anybody left on the show by the time we're done? Is a jet a plane? What a question. We are having an incredible Friday. Mo, you want to get yourself kicked off the show before we get out of here? Yeah, oh, look, I would like to apologize to everyone. Uh, wait till you hear what question two is. You're going to be so mad. Oh, get him out of here. That does it for this week on the DNR Nuggets podcast. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. Stick around. We're going to take a quick break. George Carl will be in the building any minute. We're going to be doing a really fun Nuggets What Ifs. Have you ever wondered what George Carl would think about a Nuggets Orlando Magic finals if they were to match up? What about if Carmelo would have never left? All of this stuff plus a lot more. We're going to be doing that here in 15 minutes. We'll see you, everybody. If you didn't hear me during the show, I'm going to say it again before we get out of this show. Do not neglect dental care. When was the last time you had a cleaning, x-ray, and exam? Probably too long. Make sure you get that done with our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro. They're extreme Colorado sports fans just like you, just like me, just like everyone in the DNVR community. Remember, when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you walk out the door with a free Sonicare toothbrush. So if you haven't taken care of those chompers in a while, get it done with Green Mountain Dental Group.